Hi, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the How To Girl podcast. I am your host, Eliana, and welcome to episode four. Today, we're going to be talking about how to buy your first car all on your own. I recently purchased my first big girl car. I did it all on my own, and there was a lot of time and research that went into that process. So I wanted to share with you guys some valuable tips, terminology, questions to ask, things to bring to the dealership, and just kind of discuss that whole jazz. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. I'd like to start off my episodes with an affirmation. So today's affirmation is, this is an amazing day. I'm open to receiving. I'm open to miracles happening. I'm open to great interactions with people. I'm open to meeting new people, and I'm open to miracles. And so it is. I love this affirmation. I feel like my days are just 10 times better whenever I say this affirmation out loud. I really like to say this affirmation whether I'm like on walks or just driving in my car. Anyways, you guys get the vibes. So that is today's affirmation. I hope you guys love it. And without further ado, let's get into today's episode. For starters, let's talk about some basic car terminology. Something I noticed when I was doing my research was a lot of the websites were saying you need to understand what certain terms meant so you weren't getting taken advantage of. So I have three here that I feel like are the most important. And a side note from that, I do, I did put together a Google Doc of um, just different car terminology that I came across whenever I was doing my research. So that will be available in today's show notes. But for today's episode, I'm going to go over three with you guys. So the first one is called gap insurance. Um, I actually, this was included um, when I bought my car. But basically what gap insurance is, I'm going to give you guys an example. So let's say you got into a car accident and your car was totaled, right? You bought your car for $25,000, but at the time of your wreck, your car's current value is worth $19,000. With gap insurance, this covers the gap between what your car is worth right now and the gap between what you bought it for. So essentially, this means you aren't paying out of pocket to cover the difference between your car's current value and what you bought your car for. So I like to think of it like this. Um, Look at it like a math problem. So when you're subtracting numbers, you would do it in this way. So let's subtract 25,000 minus 19,000, which then would equal $6,000. Essentially, instead of you paying $6,000 out of pocket, having gap insurance covers that so you don't have to pay it out of pocket. Sometimes it's offered within your contract of you purchasing your car, but sometimes it's separate for you to buy. I think that's kind of helpful. I got really lucky and it was included um, in my package when I was buying my car, but that's something really important to know. The next term that's important to know is finance rate, which is essentially your APR, which APR means annual interest rate. So what this means is your annual interest rate is what you'll pay per year on your loan. So let's say you have a loan for 60 months, which is I think four years if I'm wrong no one come for me anyways and your APR rate on that for your loan is six percent so in order to find your annual percent rate you would have to subtract the amount you borrowed from the total payment amount to find the loans total interest and payments 
From there, you would then divide the total interest charges by the number of years on the loan to find the yearly interest amount. Then from there, you would divide the yearly interest amount by the total payments to calculate the APR. And then this is going to show you how much you'll be paying back um, in interest on top of your loan that you already pulled out for your vehicle. This term I wanted to share with you guys is called a balloon payment. And basically what this is, is it's a loan that pays up only a portion of a vehicle during its term and demands a larger sum to be paid at the end of the loan's term. So what this kind of essentially means is with having a balloon payment, it means you'll have lower monthly payments throughout your loan term. So let's go back to the four years, right? But once your term is almost done and you're almost done paying off your loan, you'll pay a larger sum than what you are used to paying in your monthly payments um, towards the end of that loan period. So kind of think of it like if you put like a large down payment for your car, right? And then you have like smaller monthly payments because of that. I like to think of it as kind of the same thing, but more of like sealing the deal. So instead of paying like putting a down payment on, you're putting your final payment down. At least that's how I think of it. Next, I want to talk about some things you should bring with you when going to purchase a car. So a good rule of thumb is to bring either your checkbook or cashier's check. I know some dealerships allow credit or debit cards. I personally paid with a debit card, um, but I did bring a checkbook. They just said it was just easier to do a debit card. But besides the point, also make sure to bring your driver's license, proof of income, proof of residence, also proof of insurance. It's not impossible to get insurance the day that you're buying your car. I actually had to do it, but I'll say this, you spend a lot more money buying it the day of um, than maybe you would if you did your like did it before. I bought my insurance the day of because I really wasn't sure what car I was gonna get. Like I had an idea of a car I wanted, but truly my main focus was staying within my budget. Um, but nevertheless, that is helpful to have throughout that time, but it's not impossible. But something to know is they will not let you drive the car off the lot unless you have insurance. So those things are very important to bring with you when you are shopping for a car. Another piece of advice I want to give to you is to tell your salesperson up front that you need them to work with your total out-of-pocket amount. For example, I put $1,500 down. I wasn't going to put any more down than $1,500, so I needed them to find me a car that works within that budget. This recommendation would be to get very specific about the questions you are asking your salesman or saleswoman, and these questions are more geared towards your finances and how that's going to help and benefit you in a bigger picture. So some of the questions I put together and that I personally asked um, my salesman was I asked if my loan will include tag titles and tax if that will be grouped into my loan or if I would have to pay that separately um, luckily I got lucky and it was grouped into my loan another question you should ask is what am I paying for my car and what am I getting a new car for so this question kind of ties into if you ever want to trade your car in for a you know newer car or just I don't know want to get a new car that's an important question that ties into that one um, if you're buying a used car it's great to ask if the car has a clear title ask about what incentives are available 
like for buying a used car versus buying a new car asking if the car it is being sold as is so what as is means it means that it hasn't gone through any inspection the dealership hasn't done any work on it it was just literally brought to them as the car is in that in the current condition that it was traded in for um, essentially the next question I would ask is when would the when was the last oil change on the car and when was the last time the car was traded out for new tires I would also ask about for a car history like a car accident history report um, that will also tell you a lot about how much wear the car has on it so those are just some questions I asked the last piece of advice I want to leave with you guys is to make sure you're doing your research you know this isn't a type of purchase where you're getting a new outfit or you're buying a new pair of shoes like buying a car is very much an investment in yourself especially if you are doing it on your own there's so much factors that go into it and also just so much that you should be aware of and, and I don't say that in a way to like cause fear but more in a way like you know this is a very big girl or big boy purchase you know you really want to make sure that you are covering yourself for any mishaps because for me for example like I don't have a safety net after this like if anything happens to this car then like I'm just SOL and I don't have a car again um so you know like I said, it was very much like taking care of myself in that sense. But with that, I do want to recommend some websites and resources for you guys. So when I was searching for a car, I used websites like CarMax, Carvana, um, Carfax, Auto Trader, Kelly Blue Book. That was a really helpful one. And I also would advise you to narrow down three car models that you would be happy purchasing. And then from there, I would research very specific questions like, what is the best year for this car? What are the most common problems with this car? What model year should I avoid? What was the best year for this model? Things of that sort. And that's going to help you really gauge a better idea of one, the durability of a car over like a period of time, right? And then two, it's also going to help you narrow down what... Is important to you like for example like something that was very important to me was to buy a car that was going to last three to five years I really wanted something that was durable and that could run for a longer period of time so really it depends on your personal needs and preferences with the car but I definitely would get very specific um, when asking yourself what your needs are for your car so just a piece of advice and with that you guys that concludes today's episode i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope you found some value from this episode if you want to look over the show notes or just kind of come back to this i have this episode linked in a blog post on my website eliana vincent blog the article is called the how-to girl guide to buying her first car as always everything will be linked in the show notes and like I said, I hope you guys loved this episode. I really enjoyed creating it and I'm very proud of myself. And if you are buying your own car, just know I'm very proud of you too. It's a, <clears throat> it's a big purchase. It's a very big milestone in your adult life. So I, I felt very complete and whole when I did it. So um, shout out to me, shout out to you. Thank you so much for listening. And with that, I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye guys.